Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come Through Queen. <laughs> what are you drinking? Oh, this is a cash bar. It's a cash bar. It's a cash bar to each his own. Hey, Brendan. Hello, Daniel. Uh, so we are joined by a very special guest this week. We're very excited about it, and so we're not going to waste any time. Please welcome to the stage, <laughs> Brittany Pierre. Pop culture journalist, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I feel so honored because you guys have had some legendary guests on your show. So I feel like I'm in a good, you know. You are yeah. a legend yourself. A pantheon of legends <laughs> who have joined. <laughs> um, and we're especially excited to have you this week for the return of Potomac, as well yeah. as we have in New York and. Beverly Hills, both on trips. Yes, it's been a good time for the Housewife fans because it's been a bit bit like a slope for the last two months, maybe for us as Mm -hmm. Housewives fans. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it felt like for Potomac, it felt like the internet finally is on board with Potomac in a major way, which is amazing. Yeah. They actually did like a great job in terms of having all of the cast very active this weekend, like hyping it up. I feel like everyone was tweeting and posting on Instagram about Potomac. Yeah, I felt like Bravo was even on board because sometimes I can't figure out if Bravo really likes Potomac. But this year they're like, yes, get excited about Potomac. And so it was nice to see that. Yes. Andy finally cares. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Should we get into a little bit of news? Sure. Let's do it. So for me, this was another bit of exciting news. So from People Magazine, the party is on. Summerhouse has officially begun production on season five. People has exclusively learned. A source tells People that the reality stars moved out to their Hampton share home last week to begin filming. 
While Bravo has yet to comment on the safety precautions put in place amid the coronavirus pandemic, the source says that the cast will be quarantined in the house together throughout the duration of filming. There will also be new cast members joining the season, the source adds. Bravo has not responded to people's requests for comment. Last Monday night, Hannah and Paige announced that their daily Instagram live show, The Giggly Squad, which is still embarrassing, is going on hiatus, presumably to accommodate shooting the Bravo series. Yeah. So, Brittany, do you watch Summer House? I don't watch Summer House. Should I be getting on board with Summer House? You should. Yes. Okay. Especially now that we're in like the throes of summer and since we can't like live a summer life, might as well like live vicariously through them. Okay. I'll definitely check up on the last two seasons. Yes. Is it like real world by any chance or no? Not Uh, really. Not really. Because like they all have connections to each other for the most part. So it's not like strangers thrown into a house. And you usually, you see them in the city too. So it's like, well, not this year, but you usually see them in the city. So it follows them back every week. And you get a little bit of their like real lives too. Oh, okay, cool. So so we have like, I feel like two of the breakout stars who Brennan mentioned are Hannah and Paige. They're definitely back in the house. Like they've been posting on Instagram live from the house. And for viewers of the show who are familiar with last season, I got word on the street that Luke is back in the house. And this was a new cast member who last year who I feel like they could have chopped after mm-hmm. like his kind of lukewarm season. Yeah. Also, I saw Amanda and Kyle seem to be in the house from what I've seen them post on social. I mean, so they're like, I think we're going to get everyone. They're obvious in the house. They're like the king and the queen of the house. So. That's true. <laughs> Um, the only one I'm worried about is Jules, who was also new last year. I don't know, but I mentioned like there's going to be new people, which I think makes sense because if they are trapped in the house more than usual, they're going to need like a bigger cast in order to fill up time and storylines and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But the good news about all this is that we will have a seemingly regular premiere date for it next year. Yeah. So, like, everyone's worried about, like, TV coming back. So, we'll at least have Summer House. Sure. Okay, let's get into something that was announced last week that is very exciting. Bravo to air, race in America, of movement, not a moment. So, this is from bravotv.com. So, following the Amplifier Voice series, Bravo is keeping the conversation around race and equality going this August. In the upcoming Intimate Roundtable discussion, Race in America, A Movement, Not a Moment, airing Sunday, August 9th at 10 p.m. The 90-minute special will be hosted by E's Nina Parker with Garcelle Bouvet, Candy Burris, Todd Tucker, Giselle Bryant, Dr. Britton Cole, Gregory Gorday, Toya Bush-Harris, Dr. Eugene Harris, Leah McSweeney, Dr. Simone Whitmore, Portia Williams, and Bronwyn Windham-Burke. The open dialogue features 10 outspoken Bravo celebrities, black and white, who share their perspectives on race relations today and how we can move forward with hope. With Parker guiding the conversation, they offer their personal stories and thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement, racial inequality in America, the value of allies, the role voting plays in changing the system, and many other topics. The three doctors on the panel also provide their unique perspectives 
on race in the medical world. With silence no longer an option, this pivotal conversation aims to bring about understanding and motivate action in a time of great upheaval and uncertainty. In this climate, it is important that we continue to have the uncomfortable conversations, honest discussions, and thoughtful debates that push us to the next level of understanding, Parker said in a statement. She added, I'm so thrilled to have been a part of this special event that showcases so many different stories of truth. Now, this I found really interesting. The special <clears throat> is executive produced by Candy, as well as executive producers Leslie D. Farrell and Dorothy Turan. It is produced by Lauren Grace Media. So Turan said in a statement, Leslie and I are pleased to reunite with our Bravo family to curate a conversation so critical to the state of race in America today. Our sincere hope is that this special offers a unique opportunity to promote greater understanding, motivate learning, support communities of color. We are especially grateful to all the talent who lent their voices to such an important dialogue. So that is coming up. What do you guys think of this? I think this is um, a really great moment for Bravo. I mean, we know that Bravo is a little bit problematic. They have a lot of problematic stars on their shows, but um, to have this conversation with such a broad um, audience that they have, yeah. this might put a seed into someone's head that might have not been paying attention or doesn't want to join the conversation. They might watch this and have a change of heart, perhaps. Yeah. yeah I wish it was not at 10 p.m. I wish it was at not 9, but I guess uh, 9 is going to be Potomac. So they're going to air it right after Potomac, which is good. Mm -hmm. what do you think of who they ask to bring on the show? I mean, I think the one <laughs> big question is Leah McSweeney, um, yeah. especially given like the Michael Shea stuff that came out like in the past. Yeah. I don't think she has commented on that since joining housewives. Mm -hmm. And I don't see it coming up in this conversation. Aaliyah's interesting yeah. because we do know about her past as a little bit like in the center, leaning right at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a part of me is like, is she fake woke? Like on the show, it seems like she's very much left leaning. But when we yeah. look at her background, it's very right. So yeah. I'm very confused by Leah, but I am happy that she's joining the conversation and she's speaking out on it. And it is kind of interesting to see which stars of Bravo is on the show mm -hmm. speaking yeah. on this matter and who's not. It's yeah. very apparent. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's interesting that we don't have housewives from every city represented. Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting that we have OC, but we don't have like Beverly Hills. Well, um, we'll put ourselves on it. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. I forgot. Yeah. Um, but we don't have, like, New Jersey or Dallas. I don't know if we would want Dallas. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't even, like, think of someone on Dallas who would be appropriate, mm -hmm. to be honest. Maybe Stephanie? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But, like, there's rumors <laughs> of what her and her husband get up to in, like, the political spectrum side. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I feel like Jackie from Jersey could have been on this. Yeah, definitely. She's the only one potentially yeah. <laughs> could be honest. Yeah. I mean, but Bronwyn is such an obvious choice because like she's been one of the few like white housewives who've been pretty outspoken. Mm-hmm. 
though Gina did do that Instagram live with Giselle. Do you remember that? Yeah, I didn't watch it. I know it occurred, but like, yeah, it was it was interesting. Nothing came of it, but it was just like interesting (laughs) to see the two of them together speaking on it. I'm interested in the format. Like, are we going to get to see the full Zoom at every single time? (laughs) Are they broken off into like different pods of people? Because I the most interesting thing to me will be like conversations between different people, like seeing like Garcelle and Candy talk or like, mm-hmm. yeah. like Bronwyn and whomever talk. It would be, I just w- hope it's everyone. Yeah. I love seeing Candy producing it. Mm-hmm. Especially cause like, I remember during the, like the amplifier voices thing, she brought up the fact that she's been talking to Bravo a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm sure like given her, history with them with like so many spinoffs and something and stuff like that. Like they were like, you are probably the person for us to be working with. Yeah. It makes me think that Candy has like an overall deal with Bravo because she does get so many spinoffs. I did see that she is supposed to be doing a lot more producing, a lot more shows in Mm. the next coming year. So this might be the first batch of producing work for her. So I'm interested to see what else she's going to have shown on bravo and this is only going to make nini spiral more because i was wondering i'm like um also that part and but also why isn't she on the show I, you know remember she wrote that tweet black lives matter and then she put her email in there oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah booking at nini leaks or whatever <laughs> my favorite tweet yeah uh i feel like she like she's really been tweeting a lot recently about the truth is going to come out and all of this. So I feel like negotiations with her coming back have fizzled. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's see, I think I saw um, an article, like the updates of who's going to be joining um, yeah. or who are going to stay with um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. And Nini wasn't on that list. So. But yeah. was Tanya? Because the, the rumor is that Tanya has a peach. Tanya is joining, but she's going to stay as a friend of her and Marlo. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Marlo's been working too damn hard. I mean, Marlo, too. Both, both of them do, yeah. I feel hmm. like if Nini's gone, that frees up money. Because, like, <laughs> she's one of the more higher-paid yeah. housewives. So. I, watched, uh, um, I watched an interview that Candy did with Andy months and months ago because candy does that speak on it series Mm. on youtube yeah and they were specifically talking about marlo and basically andy said that marlo is very taken care of by bravo so it must it might just be a thing that she like doesn't want the extra responsibility and she just wants to like have her little paycheck that she gets and she's fine with that yeah i do remember seeing that and i was wondering what was that all about but that might be it you might be right (laughs) Yeah. Although, like, she is fulfilling the requirement that they are holding against Sutton in terms of, like, we need to, we need you to show your life. Like, she's showing her nephews mm-hmm. a ton, yeah. you know? So they were saying knows. one of the new girls on Real Housewives of Atlanta, I can't remember her name, but she is in that Sutton um, area where her husband that she is breaking up with is preventing her mm-hmm. from showing her life with her kids and stuff like that so she might get pushed into the friends of 
area. Is that Atlanta uh, or Dallas? Atlanta. Oh, wow. I think that's like also this- happening on Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> a new oh. wife is also breaking up with her husband as she is joining the show. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Good drama. She's also, the Dallas one's also accusing her ex-husband of uh, being a cocaine addict publicly on, like, Instagram comments. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Messy. <laughs> Well, good. That means I can finally watch Dallas again because I stopped watching <laughs> Dallas after last season. So. Oh, God. Well, let's get into the three shows this week because there's plenty to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll start with Beverly Hills. And we are arriving in Italy all kind of separate. And we kind of left off last week with Teddy and Kyle telling Renna in that car ride about the Denise situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Dorit and Eric are in another car, like missing all of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Garcelle's alone, and then Sutton is stranded in the U.S. because she lost her passport. <laughs> oh my god! The clip they showed—the <laughs> clip they showed of Sutton, like slow motion running with passport in hand—I loved. I love that. <laughs> so, like, they kind of are getting ready for like a casual night out. I wasn't even expecting Denise and Garcelle to meet up with them. And I, I don't think that the, the other housewives were ex- expecting it either. Cause they kind of just like appeared. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Dorit showing up in the lobby in her Chanel, like button down with the pearls glued to her head. Oh my God. <laughs> Sometimes the look doesn't work. And I think this might be that instance. Sorry. to. Was, I just oh, wow. said that Dorit was a fashion icon. And then she shows up with the sleek baby here <laughs> and the pearls attached to it. And I had to take back what I said. I felt so embarrassed in that moment. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and Cha Nell across <laughs> her chest. Was she one of the housewives who was wearing the Cha Nell earrings at one point? Yeah. Or was that someone else? Yeah. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. that she was the titular role. Yeah. <laughs> and she had the, the the berets too that had Chanel on there. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, 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 yes. I love Dorit speaking in Italian. I want I want her to exclusively be speaking in Italian. Like who cares if the other women don't understand? Uh making fun of Kyle for ordering a margarita. Loved it. And then turning around and ordering a vodka soda, though. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to ask you guys, because I did see on Twitter, you guys were very much um, not happy with their food order. And now I feel oh. like I would probably be making the same embarrassing food order if I was in Italy. I just think, <laughs> well, the margarita is different than the food order, but yeah. the margarita is like Kyle, every vacation orders a margarita and they go yeah. to like such unique, different spots. It's like switch it up every once in a while. Yeah. Right. Especially like she is, she's like a, f- a fancy rich woman, and you're like ordering the same drink all the time. Like, no matter where you are, a margarita, a margarita. And I will say, I mean, Denise is in the same boat always with the Casamigos. <laughs> but, but with her, like, I like it for her because it's just like the fact that she's so specific, like, only specifically wants Casamigos. Reposado is just like funny to me. <laughs> is she getting a a check from uh, Randy Gerber? I hope so. <laughs> so they 
they like come up with like a little game to play. And I feel like they didn't really show everyone giving their answers, but like it was something about like something that happened in their childhood. And Kyle talks about getting caught having sex by Kim mm-hmm. and then having the family meeting about it. There's a darkness around their childhood that I don't like to yes. think about. <laughs> it did yeah. feel like this was like a, a traumatic moment being shared and it was very yeah. uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Uh, Denise rolling in in her like messy, fresh off the plane, ragamuffin, top knot. <laughs> <laughs> was she wearing the boots that she's always been wearing? That, I don't like, that, that might have been like the the fashion look for the full day. The I think it day. was actually <laughs> her like buka jeans and chunky <laughs> black boots. She's so she really like, doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't. Yeah. You can take the girl out of Illinois, but you can't take the Illinois out of the girl. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Uh, so I guess like the next day is them hopping around town, going shopping, seeing the sights. Erica's look where she cannot move her <laughs> neck. She looked like a money, a mummy, like who escaped from the tomb. She <laughs> <laughs> looked like she had like um, those neck braces. Yeah. On her neck. It's just, I don't know, girl, what are you doing, Erica? The yeah, fashion like, choices. Like Regina George at the end of Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I loved seeing when they were doing the shopping, like how much each of them spent and Kyle mm-hmm. outspent them all. Of course. I mean, yeah. do we expect Kyle to not try to one up everyone? Yeah. Just like the agency thing. money. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Teddy ignoring Denise during the shopping trip. That was awkward. That was awkward. <laughs> but I, people are hating Teddy. But like, I like I don't. I think she's like a, a fine, normal person, and but like I don't think she's bad for the show. Like I think she brings something different to it. Yeah, it's just she's so far up Kyle's butt at this point, and yeah. like wants to be her like little pet. It's annoying. I can't yeah. figure out if I like Teddy or not. Um, she's just so boring. Mm-hmm. You know, that's bad yeah. to say, but she is, like, there's just nothing. I did like that. I mean, if I was in her spot and someone was talking crap about me, I would also be mm-hmm. ignoring Denise if she was asking me, should I buy this? What do you think about this? But, yeah, I don't know. Teddy's gets on my nerves. Yeah, like, I can handle, like, a boring housewife. Like, people often refer to Cynthia as, like, a boring housewife because mm-hmm. she's, like, bringing other things. She's bringing right. like, strong friendship. She's bringing beauty. Right. She's bringing friend contracts, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love the that. That was an iconic moment that Teddy has brought us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Teddy's iconic moments like happen, they happen around her. Like, like Sutton calling Teddy boring and then like <laughs> Teddy just like freaking out over that was was pretty funny. Okay, so I think, like, that's pretty much it for, like, them. Like, they're, like, throwing the coins into the, the fountain and stuff. And they pretty much, like, go and get ready for dinner. 
So we have a whole new slew of looks for dinner. Yes. For dinner in the hotel. For dinner in the hotel. It's like they're not even <laughs> getting into a car to go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Erica's going to a funeral. <laughs> we had a girl in college who always wore a veil. No. And it was like, yeah, so everyone called her Veil Girl. And it was, Erica's look was very that. Mm. I don't think she yeah. wears the the veil anymore. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me... Let me explain the dinner ordering situation. Yes. <laughs> so it sound like it sounded like Denise was ordering off the menu number one, which I think is like kind of obnoxious to do. Like you gotta just order what's on the menu, like not create like it's not a choose your own adventure situation, you know. Mm-hmm. But she says, "I want pasta with tomatoes and basil." No cheese, no I mean, no garlic. I'm allergic to garlic. Now, as someone who is allergic to something, I'm famously allergic to cheese. So, like, I think she's saying I'm allergic to garlic because she doesn't like garlic. You know? I read it uh, like that as well. Because, like, if, like, the way she said it was just like, oh, I'm allergic to garlic. Like, if I'm trying to convey to, like, a waiter that I'm, that I'm allergic, like, I, I'm, like, I'm, like, seriously allergic to, to it, you know? point mm-hmm. yeah uh but like it just sounded like like what she was ordering sounded like something off of the kids menu and like you're in italy with like the amazing food like just order something off the regular menu right i mean cacio e pepe is right there uh, <laughs> that's your favorite <laughs> my favorite okay uh so we're kind of like gearing up for this like whole showdown I loved getting the BravoCon flashback regarding, like, of Denise talking about Brandy. Mm-hmm. Like, I love BravoCon becoming something canon. that is, like, canon to the show. I know. And then Rinna bringing up her, the, the Munchausen thing, and she's like, I paid, de- I paid dearly for that, and I learned my lesson. <laughs> Does she? I not. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, she, she barely faces repercussions for like any of the stuff she pulls. Like going after Yolanda was actually pretty bad. Yeah. And even her, the way she went after Kim, let us not forget. Well, she's like still going after Kim. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's like that's that's the worst look on Rena. The fact that she has been like carrying this fight with Kim for years. It's like really punching down. Yeah. I, I know, but like it's brought, I think she thinks it works because m- her most iconic moments have involved Kim. Mm, think about true. the, the don't you talk about the husband thing, mm. the bunny, mm-hmm. yeah. all Kim. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Teddy brings up like the shit talking about her first. As mm-hmm. if, like, that's the big scandal. Right. right. But no one fucking cares. Teddy. Yeah. No one cares. No <laughs> like, one at the table even cares. They're like, oh. <laughs> I mean, like, everyone has said at, the, at some point, like, you are John Mellencamp's daughter. Like, it is what it is, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, the uh, fact that she never brought Meg Ryan onto this show, and now they're split up. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. That was a waste. What a waste. Missed opportunity. 
But then we get to the Brandy stuff. So what do you make of Brandy denying something before she's even told what was said? You mean Denise? Oh, yeah, Denise. Sorry. I mean, it's a bad look. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like... (laughs) It's like almost admit it. Like, you you know what she's going to say, so that makes it seem like it's true. And Teddy here didn't look great as far as, like, her talk, the way she talked about the allegation and, Mm. like, how she was like, it's really bad. It's like, that's homophobic. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like... Um, even though I knew what was going to happen, the way that um, Teddy was delivering it, it sounded like she was about to reveal that Brandy and Denise had buried a body. Right. We were about to find this out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the thing is, is like she's not, she's pushing like the you and Brandy slept together part as like that is a bad thing versus you told Brandy that you're in like an open situation and then later told her that you are not, which is, which is the bad thing in Brandy's mind right. at least. Right. Cause Brandy's like, I don't want to like be cheating with be someone. A woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Teddy being like, it's already on camera. We're like tearing down the fourth wall. I love when the fourth wall comes down. It's this is my favorite. This is my favorite scene ever in the history of Beverly Hills. I think. <laughs> so we get Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo, but we get Bravo, 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 and then we get the one that we missed from like many episodes ago. Right. So the one I, from the uh, put the mouse down dinner. Yeah, because that that's the one that was in the trailer. Hmm. So it was like, it drove some of us crazy in terms of like, are you not using it now after all? (laughs) But they had a greater plan for us. (laughs) (laughs) It was like very reminiscent of Jersey last year in terms of like saving the Teresa telling Danielle Staub to like go after Margaret Josephs for Mm -hmm. that party on the shore. Like Mm -hmm. I love when there's like a, a master plan. By the editors. So Sutton is like really the one defending Brandy the most and the best, I would say. Mm-hmm. I love when she, she said, I know it's my first year or whatever. I know I'm the new one. <laughs> I'm a freshman. But... <laughs> and then in her confessional, she says like, I was actually told this by someone else, but I was not, never going to bring it up. Who do you think told her? Jennifer Tilly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So mad at Bravo for editing Jennifer Tilly out. She's iconic. I know. <laughs> okay. And if, like, if you want to give Sutton storylines where she doesn't have to have her kids, it's like mm. Jennifer Tilly's right there. And happy hey. to be there. And happy to be there. Okay, and then Kyle and Dorit getting into a fight amidst all of this. I know. When, well, so, like, like Dorit is talking, interrupts her, 
and Dorit gets pissed off about that. And then they're just like fighting while Denise is breaking down. I think they just have an issue with each other this season because Dorit's rising as the new Supreme Mm -hmm. and Kyle can sense it and she's not happy about it. Yeah. Okay. But also I am surprised that Dorit is defending Denise a lot this season. I just didn't expect it. Yeah. I wonder what it is. And I bet you it's just like power and fame. Like Dorit is like Denise came on last year. She as a very famous person already. She was like beloved last year. So I'm going to attach myself to her. Yeah. I also think like Dorit is relishing in the fact that she is not like a side of the drama this year. So she kind of just wants to like, like play along with everyone. Mm-hmm. Like she's not going to like, disagree with you or like push you too hard. She'll like defend Denise. She'll be friends with like the mean girls. Like she's kind of, she's like the one in the middle of everything. I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if either of you caught Garcelle and Sutton both on watch Robbins live afterwards, but I loved Garcelle asking Erica if they were going to air all this. And like, Erica's like, yeah, they're definitely going to air it. Hmm. And then they also clarified something in terms of the reunion filming. Yes. Which I was so shocked about. So, like, I think Brendan and I thought the five friends all filmed together in Kyle's house and, like, the other Mm -hmm. girls filmed remotely. But the way they described it is that those five got together at Kyle's house after filming it and Garcelle and Sutton were not invited. Right. Which is like typical mean girl. I know it was Kyle that was behind it. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was kind of bad that all the newbies, including Denise, were excluded from it. They should have had their own party, at least Sutton and Garcelle. Yeah. I like them together. Oh, yeah, they do get along. Like, they were on together and they seemed happy with each other. And they had just yeah. gone out to lunch. Rem- remember that fit the photo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their socially distant lunch. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. wasn't actually socially distant, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> People love to make up new rules. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing is, Garcelle is the only one who's so squarely in Denise's cor- corner. And Sun seems to be like attaching herself to like Kyle and the other girls. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I do feel bad for Garcelle, though, because, like, I feel like before this year, Garcelle didn't really have much going on in her career. Mm -hmm. And then she joined Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, and her career took off. And now she's not filming as much, and people are so frustrated about it. They're like, Garcelle is never on the show. Oh, she's leaving again. Like, there's rumors that she's leaving Italy early, and I already see people are frustrated about that. So I'm a little bit disappointed because I love Garcelle. Yeah. I know. I just don't want her to leave the show after one season. It would be so disappointing. I think she's got the way she was talking on Watch What Happens Live. I think she's done. Sad. I don't know. TBD. Okay. Let's move on to New York. We are. We're not in Mexico yet. We have like the morning after Ramona's party, which I'm surprised they scheduled something for the day after. Especially with the way these ladies drink. Exactly. But at the same time, they they do bounce back 
to a degree that <laughs> I cannot understand. I agree. Like, I'll have a half, like on Friday night, I'll have like a half a bottle of wine and then like want to stay in bed the next day, you know? Like, hey. okay, so Lou is the first one at the Angelo David Salon. And this is like the big spa day she has planned for the Fortune Society women. So she's trying on bangs. Them, those bangs, the fact that she kept them in. <laughs> <laughs> the interaction between Ramona and Lou trying to f- like figure out who Luann looks like and Ramona screaming, the, the woman who married the old, older gentleman, McPhee, McPhee. <laughs> that was pretty great. And a crossover. We love a crossover. I know. Yes. Acknowledging like another housewife. Yeah. Uh, Leah and Dorinda are together, like heading over to this. And Leah is dragging Ramona's party, like the decor, all the people there. <clears throat> Dorinda called it a commercial for douches. Did you catch that? <laughs> no, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> I think she. I think she meant like a tampon commercial because I don't think they, I don't think there's a lot of commercials for douches that air. I could mm. be wrong though. Maybe I'm yeah. just like not getting hit with that content. Maybe she just means like, like in terms of like how people call someone a douche. No, like no. Cause she product? said, fe- she said feminine product. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, she also revealed that, Ramona asked everyone to contribute $100 to get that bag that she acted so excited over. Isn't Ramona a very rich woman? <laughs> this one's allegedly. Her. That's what she keeps telling us. That's why she wants a certain type of man because she has so much wealth. Mm. Yeah. Cause she's the 1%. Oh my God. Imagine yeah. like proudly identifying as the 1%. <laughs> she's wild. Okay, I loved Dorinda's explanation as to, like, why Ramona's all twisted about Leah. She she says, you're almost 30 years younger than her. You have the one thing she can't buy, youth. Yes. Wow. Which is, like, the most, like, eloquent and precise Dorinda has been all season. She's, like, she's figured this out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like... So, like, when Kristen Takeman joined in season six, it was a very similar thing where yeah. Ramona couldn't couldn't buy that. But Kristen Takeman didn't have, like, the toughness that Leah does, so mm-hmm. wasn't able to, like, fight back as much. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ramona talking to the women from the Fortune Society was so painful to watch. Embarrassing. I mean, all of them really, like even Luann, I thought came off much worse during this event than when she was speaking at, like during the group, in the group setting. Shouldn't be laughing. She was like, because this is a very serious <laughs> moment, but it's awful. Yeah. Someone, I saw yeah. a tweet that was like, prison is probably a better experience than what these women are experiencing right now. <laughs> Ramona, like, like the, her first question to someone being like, "How long have you been out?" Yeah, it's just like wild. Yes. Yeah. Then her like, promoting her skincare line to a woman too. 
<laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I forgot about that. <laughs> don't worry, you don't need it. You, you look very beautiful. Oh my god! While she was like actively avoiding the room that Leo was in. Yeah. yeah, and then Leah's flipping out in the other room. She's like, she's acting all eh to these women. If she like saw them out outside of this room, like she would treat them all like shit, which is true. Percent true. Real. I mean, Ramona yeah. treats most people like shit in the outside yeah. world. Oh yeah, I've I've seen that firsthand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, we get that flashback from when they were in Newport which is just like adding to the Ramona Leah feud in terms of like Ramona bringing up like, uh, like we're all women with like great daughters, like you, Sonia, you Dorinda. And then like, Leah's like, what about me? And Ramona's like, well, I don't know your daughter. Oh my God. (laughs) She is such a monster. I know it is wild that most of these women have one daughter, just one daughter. Yeah. Except for Lou. Yeah, Lou is like the exception with a son as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I did like the like we got to see the before and after shots with each of the women. Yeah, I will say I was really su- surprised by it because I was a little bit nervous. They are women of mm. color, and this yeah. was a white hair salon, so I was like, "Oh gosh, they're going to like butcher their hair." But they all <laughs> look so beautiful afterwards. So props to them. Yeah, I know. I loved it. The other pit stop we make before Mexico was going to the Century 21. I was so shocked to see this actual actually come to fruition. I thought it was going to be like a small display in a corner of like the third floor or something <laughs> like that. Uh, and it's like still up on the website. It's... Mostly women's clothing. The one item um, besides that that she's selling is a perfume, which I, she has not even mentioned on the show. No, did you buy it? I did not buy it. <laughs> I'm maybe waiting for it to go on sale a little bit more. <laughs> how, much, how much was it? Uh, a smooth $50. Wow. Which I feel like is like more than I want to spend on Sonia's perfume. Well, your birthday is coming up, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a few months away. <laughs> I mean, Dorinda and Ramona were both like very supportive of, of this journey Sonia's been on. But this is where we get Ramona disclosing to Sonia how she's like cracked the code about Leah and discovered from like some, a friend who read a blog by Leah that Leah said she was bipolar and like Rowan was like, Oh, it all makes sense now. Like she's bipolar. She has been dragged to hell online. Rightfully. So for this, yeah. Um, to the point where she like issued some dumb tweet apology, which I feel like is very not Ramona. Yeah. It was a very condescending apology. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even convinced she wrote it. Like it didn't even sound like her. It's probably Avery. Yeah. Like Avery. Oh, um, no. <laughs> fallen so far from my graces. Um, but Leah did put out a piece on Forbes.com talking mm. about it, which was good. Yeah, definitely. Like her point was like, I am not ashamed of it, but like, this is my story to tell, not for you to bring up and like try to spin it that like every, 
all my like quote unquote bad behaviors because of this. She's like, I acted poorly because I was drinking and having fun. Like, right. yeah. You know, we all know like Ramona is a nightmare, but this has to be one of the worst episodes for Ramona. Like mm-hmm. every scene I was like, how can Ramona continuously get way worse <laughs> than she was before? Like I have never experienced yeah. so many times where I'm just like, wow, this person is terrible. And I know she's terrible, but yeah. this was like rapidly fire of like terribleness. <laughs> so, God, it's gonna be cracking up when when Leah's like talking about in the airport in Cancun how like Ramona's ignoring her, and Leah's like, "It's hard to ignore. It's hard for me to ignore her walking around in these leggings and high heels." <laughs> 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 and it was so unlike Ramona to hop in the pool. Like in that leggings outfit she was wearing, like full, like getting her hair wet. Cause remember, like she yelled at Kristen Takeman for getting her hair wet. She threw yeah. a glass at Kristen Takeman for getting her hair she wet. Did. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we can't forget when she arrives into the, the villa saying it's like servants galore here. So. Immediately, I was just like, I feel so bad for everyone that has to deal with Ramona right now. Because I just know she's going to terrorize them Mm -hmm. all vacation. Yeah. And she does. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. So, like, when when she's on the beach with Sonia, like, justifying her actions and the way she feels about Leah. And she's like, oh, Leah, she's probably going to, like, throw a tiki torch and, like, light that thatch roof on fire like she's wild but she's like she won't even like be in leah's presence until they do the dorinda quiz show for the rooms Mm -hmm. well and then well right before that sonia says something lewd about ramona's um body and leah's like if i said that you would freak the fuck out yeah sure and she's right well, the way that Ramona justified that later on Watch What Happens Live was like, uh, or maybe it was on the show. I don't even remember. Um, like, oh, Sonia's like in her ways. She's not going to change. And she's like, oh, I'm just trying to like help you change, Leah. Cause like, I, I view myself as a motherly figure to you. And there was also like a thing is like, Sonia's been around for a while. So she can say mm. this stuff or something like that. Yeah. I mean, Sonia was definitely dipping into like the pecking order mentality back when she was putting Sydney Barshop in her place. Like when she, when she and Ramona are like on vacation together, like they both get into this like weird space where they just like back each other up no matter what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And because they're in their like weird little world where they're like getting drunk while getting ready. And like there's always that weird, Ramona has the same like, doc for her music that she's had since season like five mm-hmm. and they're always just like in there moving clothes putting things on hangers <laughs> it's sick okay um so dorinda dressing leah i enjoyed like i feel like dorinda has realized she needs to hitch her wagon to to leah mm-hmm. this episode yeah Big sis, little sis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
does anyone understand like what was going on with Sonia? Pills? Like, like, she must, <laughs> like there must be medication or something, right? Yeah, it had to be like she had to be like pills and drinking. Right? Yeah, it, that was not being dr- like that was just not drunkenness by itself. But was she really mixing rosé and Coca Cola? Yeah, that was disgusting. Or if she did, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Like I've heard, I've heard red wine and Coca Cola. That's like an Italian thing, right? I think so, actually. Yeah, my rose. mom likes to do um, Coca Cola and beer. Which really? is really oh. yeah. what kind of beer? But that's in the same family, at least you know, like they come from a can. <laughs> <laughs> you can get rosé in a can true true that's Same. true <laughs> so the ramona leah showdown was like the biggest power move in terms of leah like she worked this fight so well mm-hmm. and like ramona was imploding First, like, her yeah. just, like, avoiding to even be around Leah while they're waiting for dinner and, like, her going up to the chef to talk about ceviche. Yeah. It just, like, like Ramona would never talk to, like, the staff like mm-hmm. that and yeah. for that long. I bet you if Elise was on this trip, Ramona would have been up her ass. True. Because, like, she couldn't rely on Sonia because Sonia's, like, incapacitated incoherent incoherent (laughs) i think this is the first time ramona has like met someone that's her match like even with bethany ramona can get under bethany's skin and hit like low blows Mm -hmm. that like take bethany's breath away and she doesn't know how to react but leah comes guns blazing no matter what bethany's very emotional i don't think leah is as emotional as bethany And there was, like, the history with Ramona and Bethany where, like, Bethany always had this weird soft spot for Ramona that Mm -hmm. Leah doesn't seem to have. Yeah. Uh, The only other thing is Ramona admitted on Watch What Happens Live that that she went to pay Larry Scott and gave the party as a gift. So what Dorinda was saying all along was true. That they were dragged out there, like, for a free party. Oh, yeah, just for the publicity? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. <sighs> okay, let's get to the main event this week, which is Potomac. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got the trailer for this in March. Yes. And this is, like... Almost five months later. Literally. Because it was like late March. The entire span of quarantine has been anticipating Potomac coming back. <laughs> yes. I think literally right when we were into quarantine, that's when they were like, oh, Potomac is coming back. And I was like, yes, I have something to look forward to. They're like, actually, we're not doing that. So <laughs> you have to wait until <laughs> August. Just kidding. And I was like, I'm not going to make it to August. What do you mean? They better not like give yeah. us a break from Potomac like they have with Beverly Hills in New York at some point, that would just be even more torturous. Well, yeah, I think like they, they had to have been using this time to like get it all ready. Cause like Potomac filmed before like New York and Beverly Hills filmed. Mm -hmm. 
Like they've had so much time to work on it. Right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's get into it. I mean, they they are pretty much like teasing the whole Monique Candace fight from the trailer at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. But we don't really have any context as to like what happened. Right. Or like what That's it's what we know that this season's gonna be good because they gave us like a flashback, flash mm. forward. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Happened. So I'm excited. Yeah. Uh so we go from that into Monique and T'Challa, her new bird. <laughs> I mean her my favorite thing ever. I don't like birds as pets. It's like scary to me. <laughs> She's like a real life like Cinderella or Snow White. Which one of them like controlled the birds? Mm. Snow White. Cinderella. Snow White. I Snow White. Oh, bad. Oh, maybe both of them. <laughs> Didn't Snow White like live in the woods and like I don't know? Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Cinderella had the mice. The mice. Yeah. The mice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so she apparently now Karen lives down the block, so. Uh, Monique's gonna hop in the in the car with her pet bird and go visit Karen on her shoulder. Oh my god, her going up to the door with the bird on her shoulder was so good. (laughs) It was just like such a good way to start this season. Mm, Yeah, uh, it was nice to see them like catch up, but and, and like Karen's new house is fine, she's back in Potomac, like we're 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 happy. Her, it's definitely a step up from like the first house mm-hmm. we yes. met her in. Not the not the like fake house, which she was allegedly just like filming in. <laughs> um, but yeah. But speaking of houses, we go check in with Giselle in her new house. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> this was a a fright. <laughs> her nine hundred thousand dollar cabin or whatever. Oh my god. Giselle is so tacky. Like, it just looked like some YouTubers, like, backlash was all through her house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, like, she has had so much to say about everyone else's house. For her to end up here now is, like, you should not be talking about how other people live. And she was like, yeah, it's all in my style. Like, bling, bling, bling. And then it like cut to like a sad leather sofa <laughs> that like tacky chandelier that was just like i couldn't even tell if it was technically real or not it didn't look real yeah it looked oh, like gosh. something you would put in a dorm room like it right her entire like house was very dorm room yeah mm-hmm. uh so her daughters are hanging out with her and we get into the conversation of her getting back together with Jamal. And the daughters are not fans. Yeah, of their father. (laughs) (laughs) What I do love about Giselle is that she's so open about her life um, Mm -hmm. that we keep going on these journeys of failed relationships, and I appreciate (laughs) her sharing them with us. So what's interesting is she was on Watch What Happens Live after this, and she seems to be talking about her relationship with Jamal as if it's like something that is still going on. And if I remember correctly, like it was recently in the news that 
another woman just recently gave birth to his child. Oh, like how <laughs> how recently? Like, did we reported on this? This was like yeah, but I wanted, like this the she had the baby like I want to say early 2020. Okay, so the timeline could still work out depending on like so. when they got back together and when yeah. they filmed. True, baby. true, 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 true. Not to give this guy the benefit of the doubt, he doesn't really deserve <laughs> it. But <laughs> I know. I mean, like his own kids don't think he deserves the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I mean, it's, right. it seems like it seems like they love their father, but they don't want their parents together at all. Yeah, they. I feel like their children are way more smart about the situation, and they don't want their mom to get hurt. Yeah, especially since like she, her part of her justification for getting back to it is like. Who is ever going to love your kids more than their father? And she's like, no one. And then she's like, okay, well, I guess I got to get back to him. Yeah, that's an interesting way to think about it from her side. I don't know. I think those daughters have probably just seen a lot. So they don't necessarily want to relive that or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So when we check in with Candace, she and Chris are planning their denim's, denim and diamonds anniversary party hmm. at the venue. It's going to cost $22,000. And I could have tell, did they mean, is $22,000 if we don't have the cash bar or if we do have a cash bar? Because <laughs> if it's 22000 without with a cash bar, that sounds crazy to me. Like, what are we paying for? That's what I wanted to know. And why was it that expensive? Like I it just looked like they were in a room. I know. Yeah, there was no like nothing special going on. There didn't seem to be like really special decor or anything like that. Also that theme. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, definitely it would be a cry of help if I ever had a theme like that for a party I'm throwing. Like please call <laughs> please call somebody. <laughs> yeah. Also, not the first time there has been a diamond and denim denim and diamonds party on housewives Kristen Takeman, Kristen Takeman had like this charity event in season eight or season seven sorry <laughs> when they were bedazzling jeans when they were bedazzling oh, jeans yeah that's right <laughs> yeah 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 uh so we also check in with Ashley Darby Michael and Dean and oh and Ashley is not liking people saying the baby looks like Michael. I mean, I would feel the same way too. If they don't dress up <laughs> as Dr. Evil and Mini-Me for this <laughs> Oh <Halloween>. my god. <laughs> uh, when, when Ashley started like talking about all the things she's afraid of, I was convinced she was going to like predict a pandemic in her confessional. Oh my god. Yeah, but she didn't. <laughs> That felt like some good acting. Yeah. Out on their walk and talking about rabid squirrels. Yeah. Okay. Robin and Juan and the kids are talking about like moving into a bigger house, buying a place, but Robin only wants to do it. Not if they continue to grow as a couple, but if they get married. (laughs) 
Well, word on the street is that Juan has a girlfriend, like a long-time <sighs> girlfriend, and that this is like an arrangement. No! That's what somebody wow. posted in the Come Through Queen Facebook group, and then someone said that the gossip blogs have been implying this for a while now. So sad. I mean, we've been on this journey so long, I feel betrayed. I mean, it, it's only gossip for right now, so you yeah, can hold on, on to some hope. <laughs> I mean, but when the streets are talking, there's some yeah. truth to it. True. I know. Okay. Um... So Giselle meets up with Candace to try desserts, showing up with that Tierra baseball cap mashup. In a Gucci Mini Cooper? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Bravo not paying these women because the tack- the tackiness is just... Like, I can't get it. I don't get it. I feel like she's just like for some reason, just leaning into this whole tacky thing this year. I kind of like it. <laughs> For her. For her. <laughs> so this is where we start getting flashes on the screen about Candace's tweets, which I was dying laughing at. The, I mean, the, the I- Giselle bought a $900,000 cabin. Tear, it's a teardown. <laughs> um, I mean, it's just like one of many tweets to come that are flashed onto the screen. My favorite thing about Candace's tweets is that she's not even verified, so <laughs> it like could be anyone. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I mean, Candace is just so good at being a housewife. She is. She's great. She drums up so much drama. No matter what. Yeah. Like she's willing, she'll take anyone on. She doesn't care. She's even is trying to take people on across um, cities and across franchises. Yeah. She's always in the comments of uh, different Instagram posts and stuff like that. She was dragging, rightfully so, Kristen and Stassi back when that stuff was happening. She's yeah. ready that. Yeah, she, she was ready to destroy Vanderpump Rules. She was. I was right there with her. Um, So we hang out with Ashley and Monique for a little while. uh, And they're babies. And Monique's nine-month-old is like using a little mini potty. I did not know that was even possible. Talent. Talent. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm so skeptical of like, Monique's always talking about like all these different like alternative solutions and like she's she really like straddles the line of like being an anti-vaxxer. I don't like, think maybe she she's... straddles the line. <laughs> she definitely doesn't straddle the line. <laughs> but like maybe she's onto something potty training this baby at nine months old. <laughs> oh my god. Um then Ashley kind of hinted that she's anti-vax as well. I know, I'm worried. Are they going to take the COVID vaccine or not? <laughs> I think Monique tweeted that like she is not. She tweeted something related to the pandemic being like a hoax. Words, yeah, basically. So, oh, oh these people. God. Okay. Um. 
So let's get to the party. Uh, we, as we know, they decide to go with the cash bar. Hmm. And the grand dame was was not impressed with that. <laughs> I think when you host a party like this, there, you can't do cash bar. Right. Yeah. Especially making people dress up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> like, they had to go spend money for a crazy outfit. I know. Which I gotta say, Monique kind of, like, outdid Candace's look. The bar was very low. Yeah. <laughs> it was a choice. Yeah, Candace is, like, very sweet 16, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we meet Wendy. I know, and it's interesting. She's still just, like, in this episode as uh, Candace's friend, or whatever the title said. And, like, I prefer when they intro a housewife and then we get taken out of the scene a little bit and we get mm. their, like, little intro and then we yeah. go back and they're, like, a housewife, but whatever. Yeah, they didn't do that. She's a professor at John Hopkins? Mm-hmm. Yes. How would you guys feel if your professor ended up on Real Housewives? Love it. Would sign would up for that, that class. <laughs> <laughs> she's also a fox news contributor which is interesting yeah. yeah i feel like i i feel like though she's kind of like just taking whatever like commentary gig right. she can get yeah she's like she her career her on twitter and she wasn't like right-leaning she yeah. i think she's like a personality person yeah 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 Okay, um, Robin shows up. Well, the party starts when Robin shows up, is what I say. (laughs) (laughs) She'll show up three hours later, and that's when it's starting. (laughs) Doing her Uh, best to read Barrett drag. Oh my god, yes. Love it. Uh, And then Sharice is here for some reason. And like, no one seems to know why Sharice is here. She's just like kind of sitting next to the door. She was not invited out for like the outside like balcony conversations. She wasn't even mic'd up if you like <laughs> can check if you can tell like when she hugs Robin. Yeah. Uh and then we get some speeches. Candace's mom's speech. We can always count on Dorothy to <laughs> make things weird. Yeah, she's so iconic. We didn't mention about Karen and her husband oh my god yes how could i forget that yeah that was like a big reveal Mm -hmm. like i think all of them are just kind of like i am gonna mention it all Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) like her like her and ray have always been an institution and now they're no longer she used the her speech to discuss how her marriage is falling apart wild <laughs> oh my god oh can we all talk about how karen has like improved in the wig game because she looks phenomenal this season even with her like oh. um she did look like joe exotica with that one wig but oh. she still looks yeah. <laughs> i love that little mushroom cut wig she's got <laughs> i love i'm obsessed with it yeah. um also one last thing the Side by side of Candace and a hamster at one point. <laughs> like these editors are really going above and beyond this year. Oh Love it. Uh, 
I, yeah, I mean, we're in for a great season. I'm curious to see like where we land. It's crazy, like, because this went, this was like in court. Like, there were charges filed against both of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how we're going to recover from that, but they seem to all be like participating. So I don't think anyone's kicked off the show. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, at least not yet. Not yet, yeah. <laughs> And then Michael looks like he has another issue being brought to the surface. He was like seen out with strippers and like tried to get them to come to his house. Oh my God. For his hotel room. Ashley needs to get out of there quick. Like Ashley, like, is it worth dealing with this every season? Something comes out about Michael. I just don't get it because she could do so much better. Well, like she, it's like she wanted a baby very badly. It's like very similar to the Tinsley storyline, but Ashley's like 15 years younger than Tinsley. She doesn't have like the, the same pressure of, of time that like Tinsley had, you know? Right. So it's like, Ashley, yeah, just like, go Ashley's find hot. a better guy. She can get like a really hot, even not even hot, just like a decent, like rich guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah doesn't have to deal with multiple allegations that he might be sexually harassing somebody he's cheating on her and this has been like a multiple season of him embarrassing her and you think he'd get better at it you know (laughs) (laughs) he's learned no lessons okay uh let's wrap this up with our freak of the week and the one true queen so Today, I was just, like, perusing Instagram, landed on a Kathy Wakili post, and it was a picture of a bride and a groom at a wedding, and she says, congratulations, Zach and Pam. May God continue to bless you all the days of your lives. And people in the comments were like, wait a minute, like, is this a wedding you went to, (laughs) like, present day? Uh, like people were like, oh, I guess like people aren't social distancing or wearing masks. And and she was like responding like, oh, you weren't there. You don't know like what, what was going on and it's outside. And then she eventually actually just shut the comments down, but left mm-hmm. the post up. Um, so that led me to fall into the brownstone tag location on Instagram. And I had seen like earlier during the pandemic, Caroline Manzo like posting about like, oh, order your like Mother's Day brownstone meals like for delivery. Like I was like, okay, like they're they're trying to make this work. Like obviously it's very difficult. They're in an event space. Like I'm I'm sure it's hard, but it seems like things are just back to normal business at the brownstone because <laughs> they hosted a prom, sweet sixteens. Weddings, as we know from Kathy Wakili, like, I don't know <laughs> if it's even allowed in New Jersey right now. Right. Yeah. I've seen so, a lot of weddings on my Instagram account, and they're all like, it's a social distancing wedding. Okay, a social distancing wedding would be 10 people. This is yeah. more than 10 people, and it's just, it's like a regular wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of these weddings are looking like regular weddings right so the brownstone is is definitely the freak of the week this week and our one true queen this week 
So joining Giselle on uh, Watch Robins Live after uh, the P- Potomac premiere was Kiki Palmer, who, as we all know, was recently uh, kind of let go from, well, the whole show was canceled. The uh, Sarah, Strahan, and Kiki show was mm-hmm. sadly canceled. But I think that's good for her because like, I feel like she could do bigger and better things outside of that show. Uh, but the reason she's the one true queen this week is Andy's so messy and has been asking anyone who's ever worked with Leah Michelle, like their response to what's been going on with Leah Michelle. So Andy asked uh, Kiki about unfollowing Leah Michelle on social and if she's spoken to her. And Kiki did like her signature, like deadpan, like I haven't spoken to her. Hope she's well. <laughs> I just like, I'm obsessed with the fall of Leah Michelle. <laughs> Yeah, it's been pretty interesting to watch her downfall and now Ellen's downfall, which has been happening since like October. Oh my God. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Um, uh, the funny thing. The other funny thing about Kiki is that she was fully in just a hotel room with a bed <laughs> unmade. And then like just a bunch of empty <laughs> bottles littering the back of like, it would be like what a hotel room I was staying in looked like. But like yeah. <laughs> But like that, it's just, it's Watch What Happens Live, you know, like it's more casual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that is it for this week. Brittany, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Like, Where can people find you online? Um, you can follow me on Twitter, where I'm basically tweeting all day, is at sleep to dream which <laughs> is sleep number two dream. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram. It's Brittany D. Pierre. And it's Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-Y-D-P-R-P-I-E-R-R-E. Awesome. As usual, you know, you can follow Come Through Queen on Twitter, Facebook, join the Facebook group. Um, we've been posting more on Instagram recently, Come Through Queen podcast. Dan's having the time of his life doing that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That one picture of Melissa Gorga in full JLo drag had me dying. I love it. I mean, like, she has molded herself into JLo at this point. She has. She is JLo's clone. She's her tether. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, she is her tethered. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, follow us all there. And uh, and I guess that's it. Like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Let's love us, please retweet. Bye. 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 I wanna see ya come through, Queen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.